So we should ask each other questions. Right now? Yeah. Instead of talking about something? No, we should ask questions. What questions? How many? A few. Three? Three's fine. But I can't tell you the question I'm going to ask you before you I ask you. Okay. And then, and then I have to ask you three questions? Yeah. Okay. Fast well, answers, too. Yeah, we, we, we weave them. Okay. Like, we, we, like I ask oh, you, you, you ask me. me. Okay. Keep this tight. All right. What happens if we don't have an answer? The buzzer goes off? What was you should, Do we have a buzzer? I can make a buzzer yeah, and post. We don't need a buzzer. Why wouldn't you have an answer? What if it's a real tough question? Go. I'm not, I'm not go. asking you math. Ready, go. Okay, how many donkeys would you have if you could have donkeys? Three. See, there's no reason for a buzzer. You just have, there you go. Name four odd burrito toppings. Uh, I don't like lettuce, so I'm choosing lettuce. Like if it was just a featured lettuce burrito. Go, go, Okay, okay. fast. Mushrooms. Ferns. And uh, a live animal. Okay. Because those are hard to wrap. Yeah. When when would you like to get up if you didn't ever have to set an alarm? One thirty p.m. P.m. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, when you get out of the shower, do you wrap towel with above waist or is it right at hips? No, I go like I'm an old guy. <laughs> it's above the belly button. Above the belly button. It's above the belly button. Okay. Go. Uh, if I needed five dollars and you didn't have money, how would you get it for me? Oh God, let's do it. Okay. Right. <laughs> you could pick a president who would be. Uh, I picked my mom. <laughs> Welcome back to the Off the Wall Podcast. Technically, this is our first show of the new kind of show. I was just thinking about that, and should this be episode one, or should this should we count the ones from last year? No, let's go episode one. Version 1, or version 2. Version 2.0? Just version 2. Version 2, this time with bands. E1, V2. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening, we really appreciate it. If you're not, you can't hear us anyways. We're going to try to do this time, if you're fans of the old podcast, we're just going to try to do a more fan and show-oriented show and and not so much serious talk. Yeah, we hope to get a lot of feedback from the people who listen and the people who come to the shows by way of Facebook posts and off-the-wall forum posts. And if there's anything that uh, we can answer, we'd love to answer. We'd love to talk about what y'all want to hear about. Yeah, we talked about this a lot in the last podcast, if you listen, but definitely uh, with the fan base that we have now, and if you guys are out there listening, you guys could direct the show by just feeding us ideas. If you go to those places, which is otwimprov.com, go to the forum there, uh, there's discussions going on, and we have our own spot there now. You can go in there. Any question, suggestion, comment, anything. You put anything in there that's appropriate, and we're going to read it on here and talk about it. So the more creative you guys are with your suggestions, eh? see what I did there? I do. <laughs> the more creative we can be with the show. So uh, let's treat it like that. But since this is our first show, we do have some points of business to take care of. The first thing you, you mentioned was numbers, and I'd like to point out that our numbers from last year are so much bigger, and I'm thankful, and I'm very happy, oh, yeah. and I'm a little, I'm not sure why, because in my mind, we've been good for a while now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been solid at improv, definitely. I mean, if you look at the show where it is now to where it was three years ago, sure, we got some facelift changes, but it's most of the same actors doing the same good comedy on a regular basis yeah we've been we've been solid for a while now and uh 
I, I've always thought we should have bigger numbers, and finally we do. I go out there, and the wings are full, and everyone's full, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. That's what we should be doing. Yeah, and the the cool part is, is it's, it, it feels like it's come from the fact that we remain to be five dollars, and and I have personal friends who tell me that there's not there's nothing better we can do for five dollars on a Friday night, and I have to agree. Uh, being there around the crowd and in the audience, it, everybody's having a good time, and it's always a fun atmosphere to be involved in. And when we're averaging about 180 people probably on this year, uh, you can't go wrong being in a crowd of 180 people laughing. So. No, no. And uh, something else we should do is talk about all of the ways you can get a hold of us. Yeah, we, we've blown up as far as communications have gone yeah, off the wall, if you don't know. We have the Facebook page. If you don't have a Facebook, get one. It's not MySpace, I promise. It's, it's not. I heard someone describe MySpace as the Internet's abandoned amusement park. Yeah, yeah, there's nobody, there's nope. nobody signing up. No one goes there anymore, but people go to Facebook, and we're on there. If you just do a general search for Off the Wall or you hit us up, we, you know, we can link you to that. And then there's a, a otwimprov.com. That's a little bit of a different site. It has forums, so we can... Communicate better. Also gives you cast lists, show times, information about special shows that may be scheduled coming up in the future. Uh, you can bio the actors there. Also, you can register to get on the forums, like Joe says, and that gives you a personal profile there at Off the Wall, and you can uh, inter message between other fans or even message uh, some of us, the actors, if you guys so please. So that's a great site to go check out. That's where the podcast is going to be linked up at. You'll be able to go there and, and find a link to the podcast. We're not on Twitter. Uh, how do you feel about Twitter? I don't care about Twitter. It seems like a, a big waste of time. I mean, it feels like a mass text, but the person who sent the text out doesn't care what you reply because they're not they're not talking to you. They're just talking out loud, and hopefully, hopefully everybody's listening. Yeah, it's a big notice me thing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if. Maybe if there was somebody who was completely crazy, like if Charlie Manson could have a Twitter account, I'd probably subscribe to that. To see what's going on in his head? Yeah. Like, lunch sucks. Bang my head against the wall six times today. That'll show him. <laughs> I, I tried to convert someone. Didn't work. They, they've heard my spiel before. You know how funny be sitting at, like, your house, and there's a bunch of people over, and my phone goes off, and everybody says, who's that? Oh, it's Charlie Manson. He, he just shipped somebody in the ground yard. It'd be funny. Uh, I was watching SNL last night, and uh, they showed Baby Jessica on a sketch. Do you remember Baby Jessica? The well girl? Yeah, the well girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In the 80s, she was trapped in a well. Yeah. And for a couple days, the entire nation was just transfixed on this one event, Baby Jessica. Can we get her out of the well? Can we get her out of the well? We're trying. It was a good TV movie, too. It was a great TV movie. There was a TV movie? Oh, yeah. I think that's when, when I was a 10 or 11, they had that playing to death on Lifetime. It's a good movie. <laughs> uh, it seems like it's missing some of the Lifetime elements, like yeah. a lawyer that cheats on his wife. I think they work in there. Oh, so I'm, I'm glad. Not, I'm not sure. Well, here's I had a thought while I, was, while I was thinking about Baby Jessica. Do you think she saw the movie The Ring? Hmm? Or she knows of it. She's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she is. Yeah. Uh, and you think she saw that twist coming? <laughs> like, the villain is a girl in a well. I would think that she's just blocked it completely out of her head. You know, and, and 
maybe she has some feelings about it, but I don't know. I don't know if you wear that the rest of your life because I would suck. You know, everybody, don't don't tell her about the ring. Don't tell Jessica about the ring. Do you think her friends we're not seeing it. We're not seeing it. stop before her and were like, <laughs> let's bring Jessica? Nah. Like, nah. hey, want to go see the ring? It's, nah. it's a good ending. It'd be terrible for people who didn't know she was the well girl, and like a date. Yeah. Maybe we're gonna go out and have some dinner and go see a movie, and then the dinner's real nice, like awesome, Ruby River nice, mm-hmm. and and then they get to the theater and gets two tickets for the ring, and he doesn't tell her; she just tells her to go get some popcorn, and then he takes the tickets, brings them in, they sit down, and watch some previews, good previews. Yeah. And then the movie starts, and she starts having flashbacks <laughs> in the theater and stuff, you know, just wigging out at him. And, she guesses the ending. <laughs> like, it's like act one, and they just see, like, the fly and the weird photos. And she's like, I think there's going to be a girl in the well. <laughs> Shut up, Jessica. You always think there's going to be a girl in the yeah. well. But no, this time I think there might be a girl in the well. Uh, also, this is my fantasy, is that uh, she she was was fine with the well issue. And then she, uh, she goes up to be a big Hollywood executive. She's in Hollywood. And she's constantly pitching movie ideas to the heads of studios. But her flaw is she always works in a girl in a well <laughs> into in every movie. movie. So the, the execs get tired of her. It's in there. Yeah, all like, yeah, Jessica, you, what have you this idea? There's always a girl. So it's in a rom com. It's a romantic comedy. <laughs> and uh, the big twist when uh, the guy finally falls for her, she falls literally in a well. into a well. <laughs> you go, no, Jessica, this can't work. Yeah. So she's upset. She always thinks this is going to work. Then she goes and sees the ring, and then she's like, ah, I knew it. I knew this idea <laughs> was, could work. It was going to work. It was going to work. The Japanese thought of it first. Yeah. All right, well, uh, moving on to it. more other ways to reach us, more other ways. You're going to be able to find us on iTunes as well now. We're under uh, probably off-the-wall comedy is what it's going to be there, Joe. I believe so. Uh, this is the first podcast, and we will be setting it up. So I think by the time that this is able to reach you, there should be a nice little fancy button that says subscribe via iTunes. And then also we're going to have an official podcast website. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, probably. We'll go to that. You can go to that. Uh, you can play it right there, or you can download it right there. Sure. Uh, there should be a quick link on the um, our fan page and uh, iTunes. I feel like everyone has iTunes at this yeah. point. Well, because you... If you don't have an iPod yet, or an iPhone, or an iShuffle, or an iNano, or... But it's you don't need that. You don't need it to have iTunes, but everybody has one of those, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I ride a train to work every day, and the amount of people that have headphones on connected to iPhones or iPods is, is a ridiculous amount. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. And even if you don't have that, you can just download it as an MP3 and then put it on... Like, say you have a Zoom. Yeah. Like, you're the three people that have a Zoom. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. The best way to reach us, though, at Off the Wall is come to Terrace Plaza Playhouse Friday nights at 10.30 p.m. You can talk to us. Also, see a show for five bucks if you didn't know that, and that's a great deal. Yeah. We, we also have an, uh, another show coming up. We're starting a second stage. Yep. It's going to be at Salt Rock. It's on 12th Street in Ogden. At the uh, Old Gold's Gym building, if you guys know Ogden at all. But uh, you just take 12th Street down, and you'll see Salt Rock Coffee House. Uh, we're... Glad to be back with those guys. It's a great atmosphere to be around. Kyle and all them down there are just amazing people. And uh, it's where we met the Gorgeous Hussies at. And if you've been to a show with the Gorgeous Hussies involved, you know that's an awesome, fun time. And uh, we have to thank everybody at Salt Rock for that opportunity. 
that leads us to where we are now and what's coming up big here at Off the Wall. And this is something you guys need to know about. We're having an official Off the Wall Comedy Weekend. What is Off the Wall Comedy Weekend, you asked, Joe? I heard you say that. Oh, yeah. I was saying it right before we started recording. Yeah. Steve, what what is the Off the Wall Comedy Weekend? And I was shocked to, know, to find that you didn't know that. And what it is is March 26th and March 27th. That's this March. That's... <laughs> That's a zero three two six on your calendar. Mark that. We're having the big weekend. Friday night at Terrace Plaza Playhouse. There will be the Wailing O'Shea's. It's our St. Patty show. Mm-hmm. So if you're Irish or if you like to drink but maybe are not drinking now and need something to do to fill your time on St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. I went to St. Patrick's uh, parochial school growing up. Second through eighth grade, St. Patrick's. A bunch of Irish guys there? A bunch of Catholics. They were Catholics, but no Irish people? It was the East Coast and a Catholic school, so probably. So probably there's some <laughs> Irish in there. You didn't get any fights with them? I would just figure they'd be... Oh, I got in a fight or two, fighting. yeah. I actually did get in some fights there. With Irish guys? Uh, like a Timmy O'Shea? <laughs> if you fought a Timmy O'Shea, dude, you have to write a book. Oh, My Fight that? with Timmy O'Shea. And it's a kid's book. There was yeah. a Glenn and a Jason. Oh, that's uh, cool. Was it Jason, like, McHale? Yes. You guessed it. Ah, you're lying. I don't know. I appreciate it. So, Wailing O'Shea's will be there on our St. Patty show. It's at 1030 and will be $5. That very next night, you can come see us at the Saw Rock show with the aforementioned Gorgeous Hussies. Now, this show is big because the antics from Logan are coming in and are going to do a show with us. Now, I don't is this know. Is a versus show I or collaborative? I, I believe it's going to be a little bit of a versus show. If, if, if it's a collab, then everybody's in for a treat because that's the best kind of improv you can see out there. But, then, why we do, then why we do competitive? Uh, because we're the <laughs> best at competitive you're ever going to see. So if you're good at competitive, it's better than collaborative. It's better than collaborative. Okay. So it's the Salt Rock Ground opening event. Uh, that show starts at 7 p.m. and is $7 at the door. Now, Oh, that's way too much money, $12. That's way too much money. I understand that, Joe, but... What if I wanted to go to both? You can. And for $10, Joe, you can get into both. Oh, that's... Now, any way you look at it, look at it like this. If you're paying 7 to go to the Salt Rock show, say you want to pay 10 bucks, well, you're only getting into the Friday show for 3 bucks. if you want to look at it like that. You're seeing the Friday show average of 180 people... Uh, 200 plus in the last five weeks you're coming to that show for three dollars and seeing the grand opening saw rock with the gorgeous hussies and the antics for logan for seven dollars i believe that's a great deal so if you'd like to get the weekend passes you can hit us up at off the wall uh, terrace plaza playhouse you can come to a friday show um, i believe you can hit us up here at the otwimprov.com on the forum and in and and let us know that you would like some of those passes. That's the big improv weekend coming up. You want to be a part of that. Yeah, and you talked about uh, a few times our numbers. Can you talk about how good it is to play for that many people? Oh, man, it's ridiculous. Versus oh, when we started. Ridiculous. You know, when I first started, it was uh, improv came up just, just from the south, and it wasn't extremely Not popular. like Alabama, right? Like, no, from from South Utah, like Salt Lake City. Yeah, Salt Lake okay. City. So from the city, <laughs> and uh, off the wall, uh, whose line was was real big. So we got involved in it. But I mean, we were doing shows at one point, 
for 10, 15 people in the audience. We would outnumber the audience. Uh, we started a rule that that couldn't happen, but definitely there were but shows. Why was that rule starting? Because <laughs> we, <laughs> we were doing shows for five people. We don't have that rule here. No, you know why? Because no, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So it's crazy to think back to those times. And I was excited to just be on stage at that point in time. I didn't, I didn't care if, the, if there was one person in there. You know, And most of the time that... Seven people got in free anyway, so. But now you do a show for 150 people, and anything above that is just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, when you first started, you came in, it was a little bit of a different situation. We had kind of a little more following around. Yeah, but, but there would be nights where it was bad, because we did four shows a week. Yeah, four shows a week, and that's true. And in this, we get one super ultra-concentrated mega show a week. Yeah. But now we're going to... Condense that with a little bit of coffee and throw that in salt rock. Well, hopefully they're far apart enough, and we have so we have I think we have 800 uh, fans on our fan page. Yeah, if and you're not a fan yet, you need to be. Everybody else is. And those are just those are just fans who have Facebook. Yeah, just Facebook. So maybe there's some kids out there that can't get on the internet. Maybe there's some older people that don't know how to use the internet. Yeah, what's this <laughs> mouse? Yeah, I click. I I'm clicking. Do I double click? <laughs> Stop clicking. Stop clicking the mouse. Okay? Every old person that uses a computer does that same thing. Click, 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 click. Why isn't this working? And then, then you get to come to the computer afterwards, and there's nine Internet Explorers pulled up because they don't know what the heck they were doing. Yes, I agree. But, uh, yeah, the numbers the numbers now are, are amazing, and I'm so glad that we have a, a faithful fan base that can come on a regular basis and make the place happen. I am too. But... Uh, if you're not a fan or you know people that aren't fans yet, you guys are our best advertisement. S spread the word around off the wall is it, because it is. I agree. All right, so what we're going to do now is we're going to take a break. We're going to give you a little something funny to chew on. We'll be back uh, with some questions. Yeah, we got some questions from the uh, forums and the suggestion box, and we'll be answering yep. so Come on back. Welcome out to our Q&A with a Deadbeat Dad. Hey kids, welcome out to Deadbeat Dad time. Yay! Deadbeat Dad time! The Deadbeat Dad has chosen to leave out his name for the purposes of anonymity. He doesn't want his name out there. Doesn't want to know, doesn't want anybody to know who he is. Sure, we want to respect his privacy. So, um... Welcome, Deadbeat Dad. Yeah, welcome out. Thank you. Alright, um, the question we have for you today, really good question. How would you, if you were president or somebody in a position of power... World to, leader, maybe? A world leader, a NATO leader, uh, UN leader, a... Secret society leader. How would you alleviate some of this pressure in the energy crisis we're in right now with oil reaching ever so high prices? Well, I think the biggest key is that we have to eliminate our dependency on foreign oil by using things like solar energy, switching to fluorescent light bulbs. If every house in America 
switch five light bulbs in their house. It would be enough to power the city of Pittsburgh for an entire year. Also, I think drilling in Alaska is a good idea. There's a lot of oil up there. Now, some people say it will destroy the beauty of Alaska, but it would be the biggest way to release our dependency on foreign oil. You know what? Go ahead and say it, because I want to say it. You don't pay child support. You don't even take care of your kids. You're not... But You're he, not around for that child. He smiles. You're not even seeing it. Who are you? Who what do you it? think you are? What are you... The nerve of somebody to show up and tell me, stop using fossil fuels, you don't take care of your kids. I have a question for you. Where do you get off? Where do you get off? This is... That's a follow-up question. I can't... An energy question. Oh, my God. I'm, I am angry. Why do we even invite people know. like... Sir, I think it's time for you to go. Maybe you should go. All right. Get out of here. Yeah, you should go. I'll go. Get out. Okay. Jeez. Luigi. I can't yeah. even... All right. Well, that was our that was our Q and A with Deadbeat Dad. Awesome. What a jerk. Take care of your kids. That was a sketch from the past. We uh, we did podcast before, like we said earlier, and uh, that was a sketch on there before. We may come up with some new ones, but I uh, I really like that one. That was a good one. We felt like we should put it on, Funny. put it on again. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so now we've reached the audience participation part of our show, where we'll be getting some feedback. We put out a suggestion box during the last show. We got a couple of uh, of questions questions back and uh, Josh Nufrio asked us asked us to discuss something about the show he wanted to know how did he worry about the players and the teams if you'd be more excited hearing about certain teams like me Joe and Andrew Noyes this weekend are on a team that we're going to be versing Aiden Calvin and Derek Myler if you'd be more excited to hear about a team playing, or if you like the original style, which we announced the cast, and, and you just hear about the players playing. My little take on this is I, I don't mind the players' announcement every week. Uh, we definitely need to have one. We have it at otwimprov.com. You can go there see who's playing that week. But it does raise a very cool idea in my mind that came when I read this question, which is a tournament of teams that off the wall I think would be something that would be fun and, and cool to watch and this is how it would go down is us off the wall would be the home stage so of course we would have a couple of home drawn teams inside the tournament maybe three teams of three players but we invite any improv troupe over the state of Utah to enter a three person team with a sub oh so this is like the basketball version. Yeah, like a basketball. Like a three-on-three challenge. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you, what you see is a tournament of teams. So you got off-the-wall team one, Joe, Aiden, Calvin, off-the-wall team two, uh, 
Uh, Josh Nufrio, me, Adam Ross, and your team three, someone, three other players. How come you pick me to be on the team? Oh my gosh! So then, then, <laughs> then you put you just them, put me on some other people's team. You, you, you put them in a bracket. We're all good players on off the wall. So I would have picked you. Okay, well I'll pick you next time. Team three is Joe, Steve, and Aiden. There uh, we go. Yeah, all right, so, that's a good team. Then we get teams from the antics, uh, conspiracy theory. If they're still doing improv. Uh, we get OBT, we get Quick Wits, we get uh, any, any other team, and, and you can bring four players, and we have a tournament of teams of short form improv, and we leave the crowd to to the judging. I, I could see a benefit to announcing a team every week of players, but with our regular system of off the wall every week, what we do now, I, I think just announcing players is just fine. This uh, this reminds me of, uh, maybe they want to hear us talk about how we pick teams. It, off the wall has always been really informal as to how teams have been oh, yeah. chosen. Yeah. Uh, half the time, especially in the beginning, we would uh, we would do the do run run and just sit down sit somewhere. Down. Yeah. Where we sit down. You go, you look around, you go, okay, that seat's empty, and then you just if the other seat has a you know no one or one person mm-hmm. or, or fewer than the other team, you just go sit down there. Yep. Yep. The other way that we do it is uh, backstage. You'll go. I haven't played with so-and-so in a while i'd really like to do that yep that's been about it uh there's a tendency for people to, some people can get butt hurt if teams were decided and uh like what team are you gonna win? oh we chose these three and someone's like oh someone didn't pick me oh, like i did earlier but oh. i was kidding yeah that really happens yeah, happened. and i don't know I hope no one feels bad about that. I, I think it ha- has happened less and less frequently because of the cast and, and how strong the cast has gotten. Uh, on any given Friday night, we have six people that could easily be in an all-star lineup of, of Utah troops and, and could be a, a lead player for anywhere else, I believe. So I think the cast has gotten better, so so that's, that's happening less and less. Not to mention we also have a, a, a bigger bond now that you know, we're starting to get some steam behind us that I think I think it really doesn't matter anymore what team you're on. You just go out and do good improv. And I've seen that lately in our improv. So, uh, Josh, if you're listening, I, I say we stay players, but we do tournament of teams, fans, everywhere else. You guys weigh in about the topic. Go to Facebook if you'd like and weigh in. You can hit us at otwimprov.com on the forums, or you can send a personal message to Josh Nufrio at his home and or voicemail. So if you have those available, use those. Okay, so there's a this person wrote into the suggestion box. It was a Trisha and asked, how do we pick characters? So off the wall, the ending games are usually character-based games. Sure. So those are the ones we like the most, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's our own. I feel like it's where we get to be our most creative outside of of a game that we're playing. Yeah. Because there's no specific game we're having to play when we play those character games. No. So, uh, I I think the general way I've always picked characters is uh, I try to find some physical thing I'm good at or a a way to talk, an accent, or or an idea for for what a character is, like a stand-up who doesn't know how to read or something like that. You just pick a basic thing like that and then just explore it from there they say that uh choosing characters in improv is voice accent posture mm-hmm. and 
I don't. Bap. Bap. I think there's one called Papo, but I can't. Papo. There's a there's another APO, and I can't remember what the other APO is for. I've heard of that. Uh, Astoundingness. I, I don't know. Could why not? Awesomeness. Yes. Voice, accent, posture, awesome, awesome, outstanding. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> I'm impressed. I I usually try to pick some sort of something that the character is about, mm-hmm. like a profession, sure, an odd profession, or some sort of delusion that he's fine. I, I, and speaking of delusions, Kyle's character, uh, Kyle Benson had a character that had a demon inside of him. Yeah, and Kyle, if you're gonna listen, I'm gonna tell you it's a, it's a, it's a terrible character. <laughs> it leads you to say some of the worst stuff. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pull punches with you, Kyle Benson. I know you, I love you, but that's an that, objection waiting to it happen. It leads you to terrible town every time. But where's Ebenezer? Is what I'm asking. Yeah, Ebenezer's really good. He's a fine character. Uh, I like the guy who was uh, always just trying to sell you real estate. Yeah, real estate. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing. Uh, that's not voice, accent, or no. posture. That's a, a deal. That's yeah, a deal. Yeah, got a deal. A deal. Uh, I came up with the, the character Nathan. It was a long time ago. We were watching a women's basketball. Uh, some friends of ours, uh, women friends, they play basketball. We go over there. And then Adam had me try on his hat. And Adam has a... Big head. He's an enormous it's a head. Big head. And mine is a small head. I probably wear somewhere around six and seven eighths or something like that. Girls, yeah. you don't know what that means. It's fine. It just means he has like a small. Yeah, I have a small head. Yeah. Adam has an L or XL. Yeah, close, close to XL. Real close so to XL. it's 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 almost disproportionate. I mean, he's he's only like two inches taller than I am. Yeah, but his hair covers it fine. You don't like. <laughs> If he had the hair that made the back of his head stick out more, you would say, wow, what a big head. Yeah. But his hair is phenomenal in covering yeah. any bigness he has. Because I, I can't. Adam's hat's just still bigger than my head. And yeah, I'm, look, Adam, I'm, you're, yeah, I'm six, five, you're, you're almost a foot taller than me. So I put on his hat, and it was comically big. I even had a, I had a beanie on, and it was still like. It was still big? It was still like, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Uh, so I put it on, and I felt like a shriveled up little person, and mm. then I felt like a shriveled up. Like, okay, maybe there's a sick kid in here, and then, and then that's where that happens. So, that that happens there. A lot of my impression characters, and I, I don't know if this goes around for a lot of people, but a lot of, like I do Barney Fife and Mark Wahlberg and Christopher Walken, uh, George Bush, and, and things like that. Most of those come from seeing somebody else do the impression, and that gives me the the way in to the yeah, roadmap. Yeah, a roadmap. So it, it it I don't know why it does that. The ones that I've done, my original, like Barney Fife, that one, that was just because there was a commercial on during the time I was watching TV, and it was a, a rap for Nick at Night, and Barney Fife had a part where he was saying, well, Andy, over and over again, like, what, 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 well, Andy, well, Andy, and it just stuck in my head, and one day I was in the shower and started talking like him, and he said, oh my God, so that came from that, but I, I, I think a lot of impressions come from seeing other people do impressions, it gives you the doorway in. I, uh, I I totally agree with that. And, uh, if we, we don't have an original character, odds are we have an impression, and it's a it's an established impression. Yeah, it's a it's a fine impression. We don't we don't bring weak sauce to the table, is what we're saying here. Yeah. All right. Third question we got, Jason out of the suggestion box. He said, "Are we class clowns at our jobs, us actors?" And 
Uh, once again, we don't have any other actors in studio, so we can't answer for them, but we can talk about our personal experience right now. And me, I work, I wouldn't say I'm an, a class clown. I work with a lot of other guys that are just as funny as I am, and, and you pick your times to be funny, but I don't go out of my way to be funny at work. I'm not out of my way to. I don't either, and I'm, I'm in a cubicle all day at work, and I can get real into my work and not look up for a while or not be around for a while. And I'll, I think I'm quiet at work. Uh, I mean, they know me now because I've been there for so long, but I'm not I'm not a class clown at work at all. In fact, the first time I told them I do improv, I got the, what, you do, you do funny <laughs> You're not funny. Stuff? You're like, not funny. You're not funny. Yeah, so I think I'm not a class clown at all. In fact, I was barely a class clown in, in high school. Oh, I wasn't one. I, w I was the guy in the group. Uh, always tried to say something funny, but that was to diverge people from what I wanted them to not notice. Well, okay, well then, why did that change growing up later in your life? Well, now, now, I think on a, I try to be consistently funny on a regular basis. Well, you're not acting out to, to defend yourself now. No. How no. did that change? Uh, well, you just, after, I, I believe after doing shows for a long enough time, you just get to the point where, any comedian has to know they're funny. Even the biggest comedian that bombs on stage at one place, he doesn't go home and start drinking and say it's over because that crowd didn't laugh. He knows he's funny. He just he can't make everybody laugh all the time. And not everything you say is golden. So you just say, "Ha, oh, I'm funny." If no one laughs at what you just said, or that's a you brought up a good point because sometimes I'll say something and it's not funny. No, it's not. In conversation and you thought it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that's why I said it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like it doesn't go over. I go well. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. Yeah. Some people just ain't in the mood to laugh. That's what I say. Some people are just in. See, that's even putting it on them. Like, oh, that's that's their fault. Yeah, I, oh, what yeah. I said was funny. <laughs> Sometimes I just go, nope, that was that was not well, it. Well, yeah, that that. There's times where I'll I'll go into a, uh, a something happens between me and another person, and I walk away and say, why did I do that? Why, I don't ever, like, I fist bumped some dude at work the other day that I've never fist bumped before. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had to hold it out there for a little bit longer, and he, he looked at it like, yeah, well, that's what we got to do. And like, All right. And then he kind of had made a, a funny face, and as I'm walking away, I said to myself, oh, my gosh, I, I never fist bumped that guy. What am I doing? That in itself is comedy. So that's what's funny is even when we bomb to ourselves, yeah. it's funny. It's unintentional. Yeah, because we say, oh, my God, we don't bomb. We get paid not to bomb, and here we are bombing. Yeah. But, but that draws me to another thing that I'd like to talk about with comedy, and, it, and it's real hard because there's so so many lines in comedy. There's, there's a real fine line between funny and creepy. There's yeah. a real fine line between funny and gross. There's a real fine line between funny and not funny. And and then uh, even further than that, there's a fine line between a funny dude and and a funny stand-up. Because, you know, people say all the time to us, do we do stand-up? I know I get that all the time. Oh, you do the improv, do you stand-up? No, not, not really. Everybody's funny in conversation. I mean, if you think about the people that you talk to on a daily basis... You're not always to the point and dry and drab with Yeah, them. just overhear a conversation and how often people laugh. Yeah, at, at each other. and We're all funny. And especially the reason why I think Off the Walls got to the point where it's gotten now 
and it goes down to why you and your best friends can make each other laugh at something that nobody else can make you laugh with. Uh, me and Adam watched uh, Billy Madison for the first time ever and laughed unsationably for 15 minutes at one part. Uh, I went and tried to show another friend that who wasn't as good at friends. It wasn't nearly the reaction I was expecting. When you get feeling like you're part of something and you're you're embedded in that, and we have a lot of fans that I believe feel they're embedded in our show. Yeah, they know all of our antics, they know the jokes, they know our personalities. They, they've been plenty of times and continue to come over and over again. You start to have a comfort and a feeling that it's okay if I laugh at the silliest thing or the not even so funny thing. If I try to find the humor in it, I, I feel that you get to a security point in which that can happen. So when you're around your friends, everybody's funny. Me with you, Adam and Josh, when you get all of us improv guys hanging out at a regular place and you watch somebody's face who knows that we're actors but doesn't hang out with us on a regular basis, their eyes are just lit up looking around at all of us because we all wait our turn to tell a joke that has to do with the conversation we're having. And I think that happens on, I bet you there's a group of people we could go watch that person who watched us conversate and was so lit up. If we watch them with their friends, we could do the same thing. Yeah, we could see how much uh, they bring to the, their table. Yeah, to their table. And you'd say, oh my gosh, you're so funny to your group of friends. And basically, comedy's rough because there's that fine line right there. There's funny in situations, there's funny skits, there's funny. Are we class clowns? I, I, I would say most of us try not to be. I think so too. You don't want to do that the whole time. You know, there's got to be a serious point cut off. But I don't know. Tell us what you guys think. Go to otwimprov.com. Go to the forum. Get yourself registered. It's free. You don't even have to put your real first name. You don't even have to put a picture up. You could be Batman if you wanted. It's completely up to you. And yeah. You. Or you can go to the Facebook page. Facebook. Either way is fine. We'll see it all. Yeah. Uh, you could go to. Uh, uh, the, the real Terrace Plaza Playhouse. Yeah. You go to the actual location and drop us a note, or yeah. just talk to us. Sure. We're available after the shows for a while. Yeah. Uh, we have plenty of media outlets in. So we want everything from you guys. Please direct the show. As you can see, when we're up here directing, it's just us talking. So give us something to talk about <laughs> besides our own ideas and stories. And we'll, uh, I swear to God, we'll gladly talk to them. Forecast for the podcast, though. we got some good stuff, I think. Yeah, we should be getting uh, the other actors in here and talk about stuff, uh, maybe their lives, or maybe we'll do some sketches. Yeah, we got sketches. I think we're going to play some improv games mm -hmm. over the year. I can't wait for Helping Hands. That's going to go That's over well on this format. Game. Great game. Uh, we got some ideas for some running gags and things like that, so just stay tuned with us, everybody. And uh, thank you for listening. OTWimprov.com, Facebook. Uh, we'll see you guys. All right, see you later.